Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com shop. You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Ladies and gentlemen, time for the headlines from the Walt Disney World Resort. It's DW60's Press Row. However you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm glad you're here to find out what is happening over at the Walt Disney World Resorts. Jeff Davis here with you. Welcome to the program. Final program. For 2019, the end of year number 13 of this show. (laughs) Woo! Goodness. Wow. Wow. 13 years. It's crazy. It's nuts. You told me back in 2006 that I would be doing this show this long. I'd be like, you're crazy. There's no way. There's no way I'm going to do it that long. This is just a, a little thing that I'm doing. I'll get tired of it after a while. Just how does it seem to happen? I don't know what it is. It's just, I love this show. I do. And I love the listeners of Sorcerer Radio. I do. You guys are just awesome. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, it, the best listeners in the world. Hands down. Hands down. You guys show me so much love, and and I am so appreciative of it. And to have done this show for 13 years is just absolutely amazing. So 13 years is a long time. You know what else else is a long time? I'm going to tell you. What else is a long time is 1,166 days, no nighttime parade over at the Magic Kingdom. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This this counting of days just blows my mind sometimes. And I've said it once and I'm going to say it again. There is no light at the end of the tunnel as far as Disney telling us stuff. No light whatsoever. Not even a twinkle. Not even the smallest of a twinkle. Nothing. 1,166 days. It's crazy. So I have a few news items that I do want to go over uh, for this last show of the year. No, I am not going to sit here and do a review of 
the best news stories in 2019. No, I'm not doing that. I never have. I never will. I'm not going to sit here and rehash all the stuff that we've already gone over so many times. I would rather keep you up to date on what is happening right now. In the now. Not what happened six months ago. Two months ago. In January of this year. No. We're going to talk about what's happening right now. Something that is very exciting that happened on December the 16th for some people is the opening and the grand celebration for Disney's Riviera Resorts, uh, which is located next door to Disney's Caribbean Beach Resorts. It's a new deluxe resort. It is the 15th Disney Vacation Club property where Disney Vacation Club members, you can use your points based on the uh, you know timeshare real estate interest, of course. Or any guest may use cash to reserve rooms that range from the brand new Tower Studios, which sleep only two guests, to three-bedroom Grand Villas, which sleep up to 12 guests. And this place is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Disney describes it, the Riviera Resort, inspired by Europe and imagined by Disney. Terry Schultz, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Disney Vacation Club, said the new property blends the flavors and the flair of Italian and French Riviera with the creativity and imagination that only Disney can deliver. Now, the resort pays tribute to Walt and Lillian Disney's European travels, which also reflected in many photographs around the resort, as well as artifacts on display, stuff that you can see. It's beautiful on the inside. Uh, the resort is designed in the you know early 20th century elegance reflected throughout Europe and the Mediterranean coastline, featuring a palm tree-lined boulevard with a striking facade as well. It's beautiful, beautiful on the inside. A very nice restaurant on the inside as well, so I'm sure the food is probably really good. It's exciting. Does it make me want to just call DVC now and go, I, I, I want to be a DVC member? No, not really. Here, here's what here's what I'm thinking. Did we really need another DVC resort? No, we didn't need another one. What do we need another one of? We need more value resorts, or we need a... Yeah, okay, let me say that again. We need more value resorts. We need another value resort. We've got the All-Stars. We've got the Pop Century. Art of Animation. Here's what I want. This is this is my thinking, okay? This is nobody else's opinion but mine. I want a Star Wars resort. And you're like, Jeff, hold on a second. Wait, we, we have one coming. We have one that's going to immerse you in Star Wars and take you on a trip far, far away in the galaxy. Yes, that's going to cost you so much just for two nights. I want to value Star Wars Resort. I want larger-than-life Star Wars props value resorts. I think we need that. I think we need more Star Wars in our life. Am I saying that because today is the day for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker? No, I'm not saying it because of that, although it's good timing, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I, just, I just think we need a Star Wars-type value resort. I think that would be great. I think it'd be nice. We don't need more DVC resorts. 
There's a lot of resorts popping up at Walt Disney World here lately, though. I mean, they're just expanding, expanding. More rooms. More people are coming. More rooms. We're always sold out. No, you're not. You're not always sold out. So if you're always sold out, then why are you doing DVC? Just do a value resort. We need another one. It's been a while. The last one we had, brand new, was Art of Animation. Yeah, we've had some refurbishments over there at the uh, All-Stars. Pop Century, new furniture, stuff like that. I I want a value Star Wars resort. That's what I want. But the Riviera seems really nice. It It really does. So check it out the next time you're at the Walt Disney World Resort. Go have dinner. Are you a gamer? I'm a gamer. I love video games. I own a Nintendo Switch, a PlayStation... Xbox. Love playing my games. One game that I absolutely love is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes, it had a little bit of a uh, kind of a bad start for that game with all of the uh, microtransactions that occurred and they that, you know, EA and DICE wanted you to purchase to make you better in the game and people lost their minds. So in the past few years, though, that it's been out, uh, a couple of years, I guess. I, don't, I can't remember exactly. It's sitting right in front of me here. Let me look. When did this game come out? Um, hmm, 2017. Okay, so it's been a couple of years. But the new Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker DLC is out. And this is the game where you can immerse yourself in the finale for the Skywalker saga. And Star Wars Battlefront 2. Inspired by Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, you can set foot on an exotic new jungle planet where a fateful war between the Resistance and the First Order is going to happen. There's new First Order troopers, resistant fighters, and skins for various Star Wars characters included as well. So, if you're still an owner, if you didn't trade it in or get rid of it, uh, check out the latest edition of the Star Wars Battlefront 2 DLC, which includes Star Wars The Rise of Skywalkers. How many people went and saw that last night? Because today's the 20th. It's, it's out in theaters today. You're going to go see it? I'm, not, I'm waiting until next month. I can't see it today. I can't see it right now. Why? Because I, I, I know there's going to be this guy or somebody sitting next to me who just wants to run their mouth the entire time while I'm trying to watch this and go, oh, well, that's not supposed to happen. Or something else and and try and, you know, just put the movie down the whole time. I've experienced that before in Star Wars movies. It gets on my nerves. So I just wait until it's been out for like, I don't know, a month. And I avoid all the spoilers, you know, stuff like that. Well, (laughs) let me take that back. I avoid the spoilers because I tell people on social media, I'm like, look, if you spoil this movie for me by posting stuff on Facebook and uh, Instagram, you know, stuff like that, I'm just going to unfriend you. Period. The end. That's it. And matter of fact, I need to post that now (laughs) on my Facebook profile with this picture. You you spoil this movie for me. Unfriend. Done. No questions asked. Uh, Maybe that's a little harsh. But I'm just telling them now. So if I see it, you're done. <laughs> done. Can't do it. But I am going to play the Star Wars Battlefront 2 game. Uh, probably today. 
I know I have played it. I played it a little bit the other day, but I didn't get to dive into it a lot. I did see a few of the uh, the new. Um, oh, what are they called? First First Order troopers that they have. Uh, I did see some of the skins for um, Kylo Ren and uh, Ray as well. So they look pretty good. It was nice. Checking out Star Wars Battlefront 2 right now. New DLC. All right. So here we are a few days away from Christmas. Christmas Day is next Wednesday. Are you done with your Christmas shopping? (laughs) Are you done with your holiday shopping? Seriously. I did mine what little I could this year online because we're doing Christmas in uh, Washington. And we're flying, so of course it's extremely hard to try and wrap a present, stick it in a suitcase, fly it all the way to Washington and hope it shows up in one one piece or they don't, you know, lose it. So I did all my shopping online and I sent everything to Nicole's mom and I sent her a text. I'm like, hey, look, by the way, (laughs) you're going to get some packages with my name on them. Just kind of hold on to them for me. Are you done, though, with your shopping? If you need a last minute gift for a Disney fan, and that Disney fan likes to collect Disney World merchandise. Specifically, if they're big fans of transportation at Walt Disney World, well, guess what? You're in luck. Because if they're a minivan fan, look no further, because they've got some brand new toy minivan cars now available at Walt Disney World. Now, these are the cars that um, transport you back back and forth from where you want to go kind of like Lyft or Uber but it's Disney service with you know a nice touch with the vans the red polka dots look like Minnie's dress and everything else these little die cast cars they're about five inches long a little bit bigger than a Hot Wheels car it's got the polka dots on there it's got the Chevy the GM Chevy logo on the front looks just like it it's fantastic I mean these things are legit too there's even a QR code on the back on the bottom of the car. It's an official GM licensed product. It's got that ribbon of authenticity on it, you know. The van itself, if you want one, you want to build your own minivan fleet, <laughs> you know, display it at home, they cost $9.99, currently on sale at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Mickey's of Hollywood, I think, is where they're at. Take it with you on your next minivan ride. Why not? And show it to your driver. Hey, I love your service so much. I bought the miniature version. (laughs) I haven't been on one. I think they're overpriced. I think they're overpriced. That's just me. Some people love them. Absolutely love them. But, you know, pretty much they've got all of those transportation vehicles there at a lot of the Walt Disney World stores. You know, the... um, monorails the trams the buses and now you got the minivans you can complete literally your transportation hub in your house for walt disney world skyliner cars i've got those too i bet your service for your transportation with those cars runs better than disney's i'll tell you (laughs) no i'm just kidding no it's not that bad it can be it can be we've had we've all had those problems with disney transportation in the past where you've been waiting for 30 minutes for one bus to the Magic Kingdom. You're like, where is it? <laughs> We've all dealt with it. We all have. All right, check this out. The Walt Disney Company, along with officials of Brideline, 
have confirmed that they are having advanced discussions about a train station, a new train station, here we go again, being placed on or close to Disney property. And it is part of a passenger rail system route that is going to go from Tampa to Orlando, I believe. Michael Sigelis, Virgin's executive vice president, said um, they're in a very rather advanced state of discussions right now with with Disney because this is Virgin Trains USA is what it's going to be called. Disney officials stated as the top vacation destination and largest single site employer in the United States, Walt Disney World Resort is an obvious choice for a rail station between Orlando International Airport and Tampa. Disney also said, while we have not yet made a definitive comment, we have mutually agreed more formally to explore developing a train station on our property. Now, the work itself, this whole rail line, about $4 billion. It's a 160-mile expansion from West Palm Beach to Orlando International Airport. I think it'd be something interesting. I don't know if I would want to not take Disney's Magical Express because... For a lot of people, that is really the official start of their vacation. They step off that plane in Orlando. They take the little monorail, pick up their, you know, no, no, they don't have to pick up their bags. They get off the monorail and they head straight to Magical Express. There are cast members with Mickey gloves on waving at you. You watch the video on the bus. You go underneath the sign. Welcome to Walt Disney World. Everybody claps. Vacation has officially begun. You pull up to your resorts and you're good to go. So how would it work with a train? When you get to the Disney station, I would expect for it to be something next to spectacular, you know? Cast members standing out there at the train station as it comes up with, hand, you know, Mickey gloves on, waving, maybe some characters out there. Oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> but you think about this. <laughs> Those who are not getting off at Walt Disney World train station... How jealous would they be? They see all these cast members out there waving. Welcome to Walt Disney World. All these people get off the train. Little Jimmy is sitting there who isn't going to Walt Disney World seeing all this. Looks over at mom and dad going, what the heck? (laughs) Aren't we getting off here? No, no, we're not getting off here. We're just going to Orlando. I think it'd be cool. I'm thinking it's probably pricey. Unless Disney has a way of including it in your vacation to where you can either fly to Tampa or you can fly to Orlando International Airport. I think it makes it interesting, don't you? I kind of like the idea of it. So we'll see. I don't know. For a billion dollar project, that's a lot though. That's a lot. All right. Disney's Hollywood Studios continues to tweak the procedures uh, that guests need to follow. If you want to experience Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, the newest attraction in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over Disney's Hollywood Studios. And Disney Parks blog is reviewing the details so that guests will know what to expect when they arrive at the park. So here's the deal. And this has changed so many times. It's kind of hard to keep up, I'll be honest with you, because so much has been done. 
So while guests may be allowed into some of the areas of the park before actual park opening, virtual queues or the boarding groups, whatever you want to call it, those are not going to be available until park opening. So literally, it does not matter if you show up at 4.30 in the morning. You have to wait until the park officially opens. And the thing is, just show up, you know, early, not four o'clock early, but early, get into the park, head over to Starbucks, get yourself some coffee, Uh, maybe go and get some merchandise somewhere and wait for the park opening. But here's the thing, at official park opening, that is when you log on to the My Disney Experience app to join the virtual queue and receive your boarding group number. <laughs> all of those people, all at once, as the park opens, trying to log on to those servers. I smell disaster. I'm just going to say it now. <laughs> I smell disaster and these things just shutting down. And nobody's going to get any boarding groups whatsoever. That's my fear. I hope that doesn't happen. I would hope Disney's prepared for it. I would have thought Disney was prepared for this influx of guests before the attraction opened. That's what I would have thought. I don't know. That's just my thinking on it. Now, some days the residents of Batu are able to get through all of the initially planned boarding groups, which is good. Uh, so backup boarding groups are also being distributed as well. Guests with a backup boarding pass are going to be notified through the My Disney Experience app. Those guests may not be accommodated. You may not get to ride. But if you're on, like, Group 17, you get your thing in the morning when the park officially opens, your Group 17 or something, well, then that is your opportunity, literally, to go and experience other things at Walt Disney World. For instance, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror. You know what? Leave the park. How about that? Why don't you leave the park, leave Disney's Hollywood Studios, jump on the Skyliner, and head over to Epcot. Go have lunch. Better yet, go to Disney Springs. If you know it's that far ahead, go to Disney Springs. That's that's what I do. And then when you know you're going to get, you check your, you know, the My Disney Experience app, your group 17, and they're on group 13. Oh, okay. Well, it's, this is our chance to, you know, get back on some Disney transportation, head over back to Disney's Hollywood Studios so that we can be there when group 17 is ready to go in and experience Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Because folks, I I, I honestly got to tell you. I have not spoiled anything really about the attraction for myself. I haven't done it either for Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Because I want that initial wow factor when I see it. But from what I have seen, from from the reviews of people, Nicole was watching uh, Tim Tracker the other night. And he was doing uh, his review of Rise of the Resistance. As we're sitting there eating dinner and I hear what's going on, I said to her, I was like, is he doing the entire attraction? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. Okay, Uh, let me find something. She's like, no, I can watch it later. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's okay. I can find something to watch and just drown out the sound. And that's what I did. But the man got off the attraction and he was just blown away. 
Michael K. got off the attraction. He was just blown away. DSNY newscast. I think his name's Jack. Got off the attraction. He was blown away. Everybody that... Big Fat Panda got off of it. He was blown away. Everybody that has been on this attraction is just shocked at what Disney has put together. And literally has called it now the very best attraction that Disney Imagineers have ever put together. And they say it is better than Flight of Passage. And I went, wow. Because when I got off of Pandora, Flight of Passage, I went, wow. And I went, this, when I got off that attraction, I said in my vlog, this is the best attraction Disney has ever done. Number one. It blew me away. I can't imagine being blown away any more than what I was on Flight of Passage. But apparently, even according to all of those Disney vloggers who did it and have ridden it like three, four, five, ten times already, they're like, it. literally, you are in the story. Literally, you are part of the story of this attraction. That's why Disney has had to adjust this boarding procedure for this attraction because it's been that popular. It has just been that good. But it's like Nicole and I talked about last week, you know. Is that all there is? Is there nothing more? Is this all Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to be? Should they have done more? That's what makes me want to experience this attraction and experience Smuggler's Run and have a Ronto wrap and have some blue milk and head over to Ogus Cantina and get a lightsaber from Savi's Workshop. To hear all of these fantastic reviews about this attraction and just about the land makes me want to get rid of those doubts in my mind of going, is this all there is? Is there nothing more? Apparently, Rise of the Resistance is what's doing it right now for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Is it going to last? I don't know. I really don't know. I hope it does. I want the land to succeed. I want Disney to succeed in this situation. I really do. But the reaction of people wanting to get on this attraction is bigger in some ways than just the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge itself. It started to die down after about a week. It's been a week now, plus, and people are still piling in just to see this one attraction. It kind of makes me wonder in a way, what is Christmas Day going to be like at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? You know some of you are out there right now who are getting ready for a Walt Disney World Christmas vacation. You're literally going there for Christmas. One, you're very brave. <laughs> you are an extremely brave person for doing that. Two, good luck. Something that uh, was said, I think it was uh, the other day. Michael K. said that. I'm a big Michael K. fan. I love his videos. Michael K. has some of the best vlogs on YouTube for Disney and Walt Disney World. He just does a fantastic job. I love the guy. But he, he put up this video the other day, and it talked about there really is no really off-season for Disney anymore. And he's right. There's not. 
Disney has leveled that out to where there is no just real downtime anymore. Is that good or bad for Disney? I don't know. It's great in some ways, but for the guests, it's not. I don't know. I'm, I'm on a different tangent here, but... Really pay attention if you want to do an attraction like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Rise of the Resistance out there. Really pay attention to what's happening for the My Disney Experience app, because that's the way you're going to be able to see it. That's all I can tell you. Literally. Those are some of the big headlines. Like, at the end of the year, things kind of die down a little bit. But not not too bad this week to end it. I think it's pretty good. Not bad at all. Now, if you have a comment about any of these stories that I've talked about, something that you want to mention on the show for 2020, because I can't mention it today. But if you have a comment, you want your voice to be heard, send me an email. Send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com, and I would love to talk about it during email time. All right? And those are your headlines from the Walt Disney World Resorts here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to dw60 at srsounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at dw underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. If you want to hear DW60 in its entirety, listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at srsounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day. No, my pop was and your pop was. Hi, this is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast.